to the XYZ Podcast. I'm Eko. Bow, bow, bow. I'm Zach. I don't know why I did those horns. <laughs> For the first time, we have a guest with us today. Uh, her name is Liz Cohn, good friend of ours. Uh, she's a comedian, actor, and writer, Chicago-based. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, we're Yeah, we're happy to have you. We love you, so... Thanks for coming. Here yeah. You, you guys, this is so sweet. I'm loving this sunset right now. I know we're on a podcast. You're not supposed to talk about visual things. I feel like it sets the mood, though. Yeah. Letting everyone know this is yeah. a sunset episode. We really are just like, we just have the most beautiful view right now. The three of us are facing, mostly facing the sunset and just having a bit of a chat. Pretty much. Having um, a bit of, bit of a chat. A bit of background on uh, Liz. We met at IL level one, as with pretty much everybody here. Um, I, we met at level two. I don't think we need to go over like which level. Yeah, exactly. We also met in level two, Zach. Because, we also met because yes, you, you were in. Right. Eco yeah, was in my right. level one that's and true. my level two, was... and pretty much most of my levels. Yeah, um, I missed out level four because Craig's class is hard to get into. But well, you gotta be. Gotta be on Johnny on spot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was in Craig's class three times, so like, yeah. come on, dude. It's not that hard. Yeah. Shout not that hard. Craig Euler, he's very wonderful. Teacher uh, and improviser. And he called Eco Yike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Yike! <laughs> <laughs> he did he, do that. I don't know if I, I think that might be offensive. Right? I, I, yeah, well, no, I mean, I think like he, he, he knows better. Like, I trust that he knows better, and that he's just doing it to be like the heckler. Does that bother you, though? Like, did it bother you that he did that? No, or were you like, really. I'll love any attention from Craig, so like. I, just... I would love any attention. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know how yeah. people are like, I just want like attention yeah, from my yeah. teacher, so I don't care if, you know. He didn't really have anything. Like, he gave everybody kind of a thing. Yeah. He didn't give me like a thing. But I, yeah. But everyone. <laughs> uh, he didn't give, like, he gave some people, like, some people wore pants. Rick was tan pants. I had in, in high school, I had a, my band direct, my teeth got really fucked up at one point. Uh-huh. Can I cuss on this? Yeah. Um, my. We're limited to three fucks. Okay, oh, so no. that's two. No. Oh, no. Damn oh it. fuck! Oh no, we gotta cut that last one out. I had a bit. Ba- my band director. My okay, so my teeth got really fucked up, and it wasn't my fault. I had a really bad like pediatric dentist who didn't pull my teeth out, and so all my adult teeth grew in, and then didn't leave room for the rest of them. So I had a bunch of baby teeth. Does that make sense? Mm. I had 11 teeth pulled, um, and like I had six pulled in my like sophomore year of high school. Oh. So there was just no room for a normal adult teeth to grow in. So they all grew in like on top. Anyway, it was a mess. Were you not one of those kids who like encouraged them to get out to like put them under your pillow or whatever? Uh, my uh, my roots like didn't dissolve, uh. which is how baby teeth fall out. So the roots okay. dissolve because uh, okay. uh, well, I, I had very strong science. bones. Um, but yeah, I had snaggle teeth and my band director would call me snaggle teeth. And like, that is to me, I'm like, that's kind of like the level of like, I cannot help what is happening with my Mm -hmm. body. And I don't need you to publicly like condemn what my body is doing naturally, sir. Yeah. I felt really bad. I had a a physics teacher in high school publicly humiliate me. Yeah. 
What uh, media are you consuming? <laughs> look at that seamless, Look at that seamless, seamless transition. What media am I consuming? Yeah. I'm consuming probably way too much media, to be honest with you. Oh, I, in 2018? I'm you're trying. consuming too much media? <laughs> I am. I am trying to be inspired by nature and things like that and go outside a lot. Mm. But I also watch a lot of, you know, just, I just stare at my phone all day long. It's a problem. Guys, it's a problem. I mean, we're all doing it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, a problem. I have for a really sure. hard time sleeping, so like, if I'm not sleeping, I'm usually like watching something. Yeah. I made a little list of things we can. Okay, one weird thing that I'm consuming lately is I'm watching a lot of. I'm trying to like get into um, cooking, like basics uh, more. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Yeah. And. Experience, like I, I have like a bunch of things that I like, and I'm like, wait, I can make those things for myself. I don't have to like yeah. look for it already made. Yeah, things that are impossible to find, mm -hmm. like red bean paste. Oh. I love oh, right. red yeah. bean paste. Yeah. So you're making your own now. I made my own yesterday. It was terrible. I did a really uh, bad job. Uh, and it was because I used stevia instead of just sugar. Oh, right. And, uh, but somehow it led me down this path of watching these like food ASMR videos that are disgusting. <laughs> truly, truly disgusting. I mean, I don't know why. I'm like, I need to stop watching this because I hate this mm -hmm. right now. And I'm still watching it, and I'm like, stop! <laughs> You're slowly becoming an ASMR person. No, person because I don't days. like it. <laughs> I do, I do but you like. Keep it, you keep watching them. I like the sand cutting videos when they cut sand. What? Like the magic sand that like sticks together and then and then it like falls apart in a really pretty way. Oh, okay. this sounds cool. I have no I've idea what this is. Something. Okay, so. Okay. Yeah. We about to get learned. That's my ASMR area because I love the sound of someone taking like a ceramic knife and cutting the magic sand. It is really, really satisfying. I'm not into slime. I'm not in the food. You know what it is? It's a bunch of like pretty girls eating noodles really loudly. Yeah. And I'm like, stop. It's so, I get why people like it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. But these girls are shoving as much food into their mouths as possible, and it's so disgusting, and I can't, I keep, no, it's just, it keeps recommending the movie, and I'm like, oh, she's pretty, I'll look at what, you know, because I watch, yeah. like, you know, makeup tutorials and stuff, so, yeah, like, yeah. if I see a pretty, I don't know, if I see a pretty YouTube, like, what do you call it, the... The, cover the, photo or whatever? Thumbnail. Yeah, thumbnail. The thumbnail. Yeah. I just click. Guys, I need to stop clicking things. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop with these terrible noodle videos. Also, the more you watch, just the more are going to be recommended to you. And it's yeah. Just yes, that's what's formula. happening. Yeah, that's the what's algorithm. Happening. Because I'm learning how to cook these, like, different, like, Asian dishes. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been cooking a lot with, like, rice paper and things like that. Mm -hmm. And... And, and so it's led me down this path of watching pretty girls eating noodles loudly. It's really fucked up. And little did you know that when you started to learn cooking, it would lead you down a dark You know spiral. when you're consuming media and you have no control <laughs> over what's happening to you? Guys. Oh my god. Uh, that's cool. Because, I mean, it's good that you're learning how to cook. It's uh, definitely a lot more efficient and healthier for you. I've been cooking since I was 14, yeah. but like I'm trying to get to the, I have 
I currently have no money, uh-huh. so I'm like, yeah. okay, like let's get creative with things like beans and rice yeah. and like different things like that. And I don't know, it's just I'm just trying new stuff. And I mean, there was like, um, what was it? There's a there was some study that was like a really high association with good health was whether or not you cooked your own meals or somebody else cooked them for you and it's massively in favor if you cooked your own meals oh yeah. so i'm in real bad shape so what i'm hearing <laughs> i can't cook i can't cook beans for beans is all i'm saying i go to whole foods now guys hot take yeah uh-huh. you can save a tremendous amount of money literally i said i spent a fifth of the amount of money last month than I normally spend on food. Yeah. yeah. I got in a really bad habit of like eating out a lot and yeah. st- stuff like that. Um, or buying things that were highly processed. Going to the Whole Foods bulk section, I'm getting my rice there, I'm getting my beans. It literally costs, I don't know why, but they charge twice as much to put it in the in the package. Yeah, mm. I, I definitely noticed that too. Yeah. And it's, and it's, because like you're beans. paying for the packaging a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's dried beans, so like I'm gonna boil it and dump it and boil it again. So yeah. it's not like I care if it's been. You need to wash them anyway. So yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm getting back to my basics. Getting and honestly, I went from having the blandest, terriblest beans in the world. Mom makes some good beans now. I got some good cool. beans. <laughs> How do you do? That's so, a process though. You just like learn, figure out what you know. Like I, um, yeah, you could go finish your thought. No, no, you there. keep going. Yeah, um, like I, I had a period where I cooked like well, around like 2015. I lived um, in an apartment that was above a Whole Foods, <gasps> so it was like super convenient to just go down and grab whatever ingredients I wanted for any recipes. And uh, so I had this cookbook. It's still there. It's a uh, gourmet nutrition. And I just like use recipes from there, but like I would always fuck up the first time, yeah. and like something is not quite right, or I think I could substitute something and I can't, and then you just figure out, and then after you get it right once or twice, then you're like, oh, I can like make this substitution, and that would work, mm. you know, it's just a learning process. See, I always just get it wrong the first time and then give up. Like I tried dried beans once, and then I knew I had to like leave them out, and then I got lazy and I like had to go to work, and I just like left them there on the counter for a while. What do you mean you left them on the counter? I like left them, you see this is gonna sound real bad. Cause I was just told, I looked online, yeah, you did you're supposed soak. to soak them for like a while. But I didn't have a while. So instead I was like, oh, I can just like leave them overnight. And then overnight <laughs> became like three days. Oh, and then, <laughs> did they sprout? Yeah, look, this was a few years ago. Okay. Yeah. just. Hey, I know I was in the wrong. <laughs> but like we make mistakes and yeah. we, you know, that's, if, a, that's all of life is like, you probably going to fuck it up the first time. But yeah. That you gotta but ever since then I was like, Oh, I'm just going to be a trash human being. If I attempt to do this, so I'm just not going to attempt dried beans anymore. Oh, you guys are making this sound way more depressing than I thought it was. <laughs> well, I just, I'm just like, yeah, if you don't have time, that's the point is you just you do an overnight soak and then you yeah. just turn on whatever and then you do whatever you need to do for the night and then you have beans ready and then I put them in a jar and I have beans for the week hmm. and I just hmm. add them to rice and I'll saute some spinach and put it in there and I'll add some like 
seasoning and I don't know. I'm also yeah. trying to like improve my diet. Yeah. So I it's the combination of like, okay, I don't have money. <laughs> I want to change my diet. I'm terrified of like processed food mm-hmm. now because yeah. I've let all the media I'm consuming really get to me. <laughs> <laughs> are you watching a lot of those like food documentaries that are basically just no, that's why I started watching those when I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. Okay. And that's why I was a vegan for so long. Yeah. And now I'm just vegetarian. Although technically I've been, a, I guess I haven't been really consuming any dairy or, or I've honestly been gluten free too, but that's all like yeah, accidental. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I want, I really, it, it's weird. The task of making dry beans, the first week I did it was really it was I went through that experience of like I'm gonna fuck it up and like this sucks and I hate this oh my god and then now I've done it for like I don't know six weeks in a row yeah. and like now it's like autopilot yeah yeah just soak them and that's I, all I really squish them. That is, yeah. and then I'm just doing other things and then I have a timer and then I go back and then suddenly I have beans 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 beans, beans. Um, the magical fruit but they do make you fart that makes you do. That's true. That's but okay. it, it, I think it's... We don't judge. No, no, like, the, the, <laughs> we don't yeah. judge. But I'll, honestly, I think my body's gotten kind of used to it, because the first week I was like, oh, no, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> and then and then now it's, like, not really affecting me yeah, that's funny. at yeah, all. But just... the first week was... It's probably Yo. too much information, but Yo. it was not a, an enjoyable time to be around me. <laughs> I mean, look, you brought up beans. It was eventually we were eventually going to get to it the farm. Yeah. It was going to happen. It was inevitable. Yeah. 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 Everyone so, farts. Yeah. I don't feel any shape. I actually yeah. fart much less than most people do, which is why the bean thing really took me by storm. <laughs> <laughs> a foul storm. Yeah. Ooh, a bowel storm. Pleasant. I'm going to go ahead and write down bowel, bowel storm and we'll just, storm. we'll make sure that we're back to I'll there. That's a song. great, uh, I was going to say that that would be a great, like, gastro- gastronomy metal band name. <laughs> bowel storm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I ate some chili. Wait, guys. Okay. I've also been, so you know how they have all those fake meats? Like the fake chicken, yeah, the yeah, stuff. like all that impossible burger kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I was like, okay, this stuff is adding up. I've been eating it for years. I found mm-hmm. really good brands I like, but they're not like super cheap or anything. Yeah. yeah. So I am learning how to make that stuff from like the most is from as close to scratch as you can get, which is TVP, which is textured vegetable protein, mm-hmm. which is like so cheap and you can buy so much of it and make it into anything and uh, i it was not good for a little while but i'm getting good at you get good at it yeah yeah what kind of like fake what's like the what's your signature fake meat dish that you make what, you, what, what i'm doing best right now because mm-hmm. it's really it's taking a while but i'm getting really good at making like a fake ground beef mm-hmm. and cool. using it for like tacos and stuff yeah, yeah. um and the key to that has been, oh, guys, if you hate people talking about food, you're not enjoying this right now. <laughs> We've really talked about food. We've talked about a lot of food. Yeah. And it's because yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a problem. I'm obsessed right now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's what I'm want, taking part of the um, 
you like you have like um res- like when you cook beans you have the the residue the the bean water yeah the water yeah, yeah. I'm using that mixed with a fake um a beef broth okay. it's like mm-hmm. not real it's like um right. And I'm rehydrating the TVP with that, mm-hmm. and that is like making it taste so fucking good and like meat, like savory. Yeah. Instead of just being, because it's like tofu, you have to like flavor it. Yeah, yeah. It um, doesn't have, or else it tastes either. like shit. Yeah. It tastes like nothing. It's like, it's nothing. like great. I'm eating an actual sponge right now. Yeah. I gotta have variety. I gotta have flavor. The spice, spice is the spice of life, right, guys? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Some might say that. Yeah. <laughs> bowel storm. That was a good bowel one. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I'm a, I'm a really I'm really into bowel storm. I think uh, after 2005 they kind of went downhill, but like uh, their first couple albums. <laughs> yeah, they they went commercial for a little bit. You oh, know, they, really they sold their, out. They sold out. Yeah. Their sound. <laughs> they like were in that Bean commercial for a while. Oh, that like, they had that one song, and it was just it was. Yeah, no, it was the they worst. jumped a shark with that yeah, song, man. Yeah. <laughs> but now you know what? They got back to their roots. They did, yeah. you know. They really did, didn't they? They did. That's just like the trajectory of every metal band from like the eighties until now. Oh, yeah. Honestly, like, isn't the dream to sell out though? Because yeah. you're just oh, getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. You're like you don't even have to make good music anymore. The posers will spend that though. I mean, yeah. that's like. I mean, it's not metal music, but, like, basically, Adam Sandler's thing is that nowadays he's just like, I'm just going to go on vacation while I'm, like, I'm going to make movies, but they're going to be so easy because I'm just hanging out with my friends in Hawaii. Right, right. Which, like, you know what? I get it. Yeah. I'm I definitely going to, every movie that I work on or write or TV show is all going to be, like, paradise-based Listen, guys, it's gotta be on a cruise. It just doesn't work with the plot. It's not on a cruise. I don't care how many cruises we have to take. <laughs> We're gonna get this shot perfect. <laughs> that's me as a director. That's, that's what it's gonna be. So you shoot it all one time, and you're just like, you know what? I don't think this movie worked right in the Caribbean. You're gonna have to do it all again. All again. It's on a Mediterranean cruise, okay? Mediterranean. That's what we needed. <laughs> it's got to have the, uh, the Italian flavor. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the, the, the Greek, Those Greek yeah. flavors, the mm-hmm. olive oils. And a little bit of feta cheese in there. Guys, we're yeah, talking just... about food again. We're also <laughs> going to food. Wait, are we hungry? <laughs> um, I don't have many snacks, but I do have a couple of bars that you can... That you can Oh, oh no, we, no, 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 well, yeah. we're, we're, we're good, we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody I'm in the so, audience want food? Yeah, you are you just sitting at your desk? I mean, I will eat, but I will wait. Um, guys, murder podcasts, how do we murder feel about podcasts. that? That's, I haven't gotten into I feel like it's every weird. woman yeah. I know is this? into murder podcasts. Yeah, well, when you're constantly... <laughs> fearing for your life because you just have to like I don't that's the other thing is if you're consuming like news yeah. most of it's terrible and a lot of it is terrible things happening to women yeah. and you're like okay well I need to be prepared cuz uh, how many horror stories am I going to hear before I start like being totally paranoid and at the ready but I also think my favorite podcast right now my favorite murder is like that's just, the one I'm always hearing about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally 
I've pretty much listened to every episode at this point. Yeah. And I have always been like very into murder and very into um Wait, but like not into practicing murder. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Just like like learning about it and learning how to like defend myself and things like yeah. that. And um And just just to clarify, the name of the podcast was one more time. My favorite murder. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. MFM. Okay, gotcha. It's My Favorite Murder Podcast, My Favorite Murder. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I did not catch that the first time. (laughs) My favorite murder podcast is my favorite murder. Yeah. The podcast. Exactly. Solid content. Yeah, I like what you did there. I wanted to say it too because it sounded fun. It did. It was fun to say out loud. Um, Yeah, no, I've been consuming that a lot because I haven't had... uh, is much what well, between cooking beans and watching videos that I hate? I haven't had much time to watch television. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like listening to a good murder podcast while you're getting some beans prepared. That's yeah, literally what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when I was cooking, I would um, I would put on Frasier. That would oh. be my cooking show. I feel like that's a yeah, good cooking, it's a show. Great cooking yeah. show. The yeah. theme song feels very much like. Toss salads and scrap. Yeah, they're, they're just naming foods, so like, yeah. you're good, yeah. Is there a particular murder that really fascinates you? Because it's all like true crime Yeah, murders, it's true right? crime. Yeah. Um, there, there not re- I just really love the, I don't know, it's all just like really weird and it's <laughs> something that is has always been interesting to me. My mom is like crazy into like horror movies and everything mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. she like had me watching a lot of things when I was probably too young. Uh, and, and I had a lot of nightmares when I was younger. <laughs> but then at a certain point I was like, oh, it's a movie, it's not real. And I understood that and then life got a lot better. <laughs> but I'm, I love <laughs> So now you've moved on to the real stuff because yeah. like, yeah. It's just, you need yeah. the good, pure, uncut stuff. Well, I can't, I can't watch, I can't, that was an interesting object work. Yeah, um, yeah. pure, uncut. I can't, I don't think I can watch it. That's why I like the podcast, because I yeah. can't see the visuals. The yeah. visuals get to me. Um, I definitely to don't want to see any crime bro. scene photos, um, because I really do, and then they haunt my dreams. Um, but I'm always, like, just, like, ready, ready to... I'm always claws out, you know, if I walk, I walk home a lot and I'm like alone a lot and I have to be, I don't know. My favorite thing is that on that show, on that podcast, they, they teach you about like, fuck politeness. Like if a person tries to talk to you, Mm -hmm. okay, this, can I tell you all a real story about my life? Go ahead. Yeah, sure. This isn't a good story. It's okay. just like the kind of thing that they like talk about and that I wish I had listened to this podcast when I was younger, even though it's about horrible, horrible things. Now, is, um, is this going to be a quick true crime moment? No, no it's our? very okay. quick. It's very, it's just, I was running around my neighborhood when I lived in Texas and, uh, uh, and I've heard versions of this on like hometown murders and different things they talk about where people are talking about this and then they go, and then the guy tried to like put me in his car or whatever. So this, I'm, I'm on a run and mm-hmm. this guy pulls over his truck and he, and he's like flagging me down and I take out my headphones and I was like, uh, can I help you? He's like, f- like trying to get my attention. He goes, do you know what time it is? And I'm quickly like, uh, it's this time. And he's like, oh, um, and do you, and I'm realizing you're in a truck 
you definitely know what time it is because yeah. it's on your dashboard. Yeah. And he's trying to ask me questions. And he's literally, we are in a street where you cannot see me because there's a park here. And then oh, there's like, uh, there's like, like on every side, there's maybe at most like one house yeah. and maybe like the, I lived in sort of a, a, there wasn't a lot of like trees, but there was enough that I was essentially pretty far away from other people. Right. Um, and like I said, there was a huge park right there yeah. and it was kind of, there's like no one there. Um, and he's trying to get me to come to his car and he's trying to ask me questions and I'm like 14 years old. He's trying to like ask me questions to get me closer to his car. And I was like, nah, fuck that. I put in my headphones and I just kept running and I ran towards where I knew, okay, there's a lot of houses right now. This is like, you ran towards witnesses. Yeah, exactly. And I, and then I'm like thinking back, I'm like, this dude just pulled over his car when I'm running, I'm completely alone and is asking me very strange questions. And I later learned like, oh, that's a way to get people to like, that's how you trap me into like talking to you and then like getting me to move closer to you. Yeah. And so them being like, fuck politeness. I'm like, the more stories I hear, I'm like, I definitely have been in so many compromising situations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Ha- that kind of thing oh, happened yeah. to me, like, not just once, but that's the most vivid one where I remember him going, like, do you know what time it is? And thinking in that moment, wait, you know what time it is. Yeah. Because you're in a car, and, like, cars have dashboards with, with a clock box, on yeah. it. Isn't that so weird, guys? So, I, ooh, I, just, I don't like this world sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I hear shit. I don't know. Sorry, maybe yeah. I'm being triggering. No, 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 I mean, no, no, not. It's a very short thing. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those things. That's something yeah. I feel like has probably happened to a lot. Yeah, like, and and I mean, um, I was thinking about this uh, in, this, in just about creepiness in general, and I realized that a lot of it is like using conventions of politeness to to trap somebody. That's a huge thing. That is what is so fascinating to me, is that I've had to learn how to be rude to people because I was taught my whole life, be polite, be nice, just whatever. And then you hear all these stories of literally if the person was just more rude, they would have been alive. Yeah. Yeah. But we're like ingrained to just follow these societal conventions even if we're Because you don't want that person to feel like you're judging them and feel like, oh, this person's about to attack me. It's like, you know what? I would rather be rude to you and have you think that I'm rude than to be in a bad situation. Yeah. And the yeah. what time is it thing is like a common thing. Yeah. To ask it's, somebody what time. There's like yeah. reporting on that, that that's a thing that like. Like people will use things like what time yeah. is it or can you give me some directions to to get people to, especially like uh, when you hear about the highway murders where they're like, they pick up a hitchhiker or whatever, or they, they, they get somebody to get in their car with them or whatever it is. It's like always like directions or whatever. So I'm glad that I never know where I am or what to do. So that automatically my answer is no, I don't have directions. (laughs) I no, Cause I don't know. (laughs) I really like walking around the city with headphones on and just ignoring as many things as possible. I don't know. I'll pretend that my headphones are on at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll use my peripherals. That's, yeah, yeah. I've heard that, like, 
I don't know. I've heard like advice columnists in various things of like, oh yeah, like wear headphones on and don't play anything if you're in like an area where you're not really feeling safe. Yeah. That way you are paying attention, but you look like you have a reason to ignore people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's a big thing for me. Is like, yeah, you gotta listen for stuff. For sure. I think I made you guys that's sad. That's <laughs> no, no, I was. That was super interesting. Yeah. I just, I'm bad at responding to things like that. I'm, like, I'm not sad. I'm just like, where do I go from here? I don't know. Like, I just no, think of the, yeah. the like the scariest situation. Not scariest, but like, I don't know. There was this time. Have you guys ever been mugged? No. no. Have I'm, you been mugged? Not exactly. I almost got mugged mean? once. Oh. Where they came up to us and they were like, give us your wallets. We had just gotten out of a movie and we had smoked some of the devil's lettuce right before you that. and like other people like how many- it was me and my that uh it was my roommate at that time it was just the two of us like walking down kind of like a quietest street at like 9 p.m like yeah it wasn't that late but um and they jumped out of their car and they came up to us and they all like had masks on oh my God. and they kind of zoomed their car like right up to us and they ran up and and, like, at first, I'm just not registering what's going on. I totally got out of this because I was, like, high, and that was it. Because uh, I just kind of, like, I looked at them, and I was just like, seriously? In that, like, one moment of hesitancy, they just laughed. Like, it was a, like it was probably a prank, but also they would have taken our wallets if we had gone along with it kind of thing. Because they just got back in their car and just, like, sped off after... After I Did looked. you report it or no? No, we just went home. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> it was a weird. It was a weird experience. That's super weird. The masks are weird. Yeah, that is yeah. that is super weird. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, mean, yeah, because that takes planning, and it's like, why would you plan to rob two random dudes walking down the street? Yeah, and they definitely outnumbered us too. Yeah. I don't know. It was very odd. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> wow. So, um, uh, wait, wait, I have a question I wanted to ask you guys, and it sort of fits in with this. Okay. My question to you guys is what is a piece of advice you um, wish you could give your younger self? Okay. Oh, boy. Because, like, I was just there's, thinking. There's so much, though. Like, yeah. The, yeah. like the connection I'm uh. giving. Well, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be all. You know, it's just one thing. Because for me, it would be like, be, be more rude. To, uh, yeah, to yeah. men that are making you uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. That would be mine for sure. Because I was in so many situations where I was like, I should leave or I don't need to be here or I just, I have a bad feeling. And yeah. I, and intuition is a real thing, you know? Get out of that situation, girl. Don't worry about like offending people. That's not the advice. Yeah, because because yeah, in the end, but... it's like I'm sorry that you were offended by me, but if you understood where I was coming from, yeah. um, you know, I get it. You're hurt, but I was then safe. Yeah. So right, yeah. aren't do, does that not matter to you? It's the better safe than sorry thing. Yeah. Like, if look, you... if you're a little offended, like that's better than yeah. the possibility that yeah. you had died. Yeah, and okay. also like. like like yeah, also, if you if you if, if you were like yeah, if you were generally just interested in talking, you should have made that more clear through your actions, and rather than trying to use these, like I said, use these uh principles of politeness or conventions to like 
railroad somebody into it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Also, it's important for you to know that you're making women uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, that is something you should learn early and, like, as many times as possible until you get it that, oh my God, not everyone is wrong. Maybe I should adjust what I'm doing. Yeah. And, or you actually are a creeper and then good, I'm safe. But either way, you learn something. Fucking creep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if so, if you keep doing the same thing and people keep getting offended, maybe you should learn that what you're doing is making people feel yeah. unsafe. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. you should cut out whatever it is. Like even if you're not trying to make people unsafe, maybe you should cut out that behavior that is making people feel unsafe. Politeness makes people that are like totally weird or whatever and make other people uncomfortable not like learn how to adjust their behavior and ultimately wouldn't you rather have somebody be like honestly you're making me uncomfortable and then they do some self-reflection and change rather than everybody's been so nice and polite to you your whole life you don't know that they actually hate Mm -hmm. you and now you're alone (laughs) yeah totally i get yeah okay advice so that was like that's my advice to myself it's like fuck politeness that's good advice. And for me, I mean, like I said, it's a lot of things, but I think that um, a lot of it is just like, um, don't feel bad when things are hard, especially like when you're learning something. Like this goes back to like the bean thing, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah. you're going to fuck up the first couple of times. You just learn and like, you just need to take the learning mindset that like, I'm going to figure this out. And I think um, like, like I went, I went to Caltech and it was like a hard, it was really hard four years for me. Just like, um, I felt like I was working really hard and it was just very difficult in terms of, uh, the work, but I'll, I mean, socially too, but like maybe the, the advice is mainly for the work. Right. And I feel like if I were to go, if I were to take my life experience and you, you know, let's say take out, remove the knowledge that I accumulated and then went back, I probably would have done a lot better basically. Yeah. Were you, are you saying this? Cause like you felt like there was something wrong with you because it was hard work? Not necessarily, but I just kind of like... I'm not trying to put that Yeah, in. yeah. It's, I'm it's just thinking like, yeah. you know, whenever I'm struggling yeah. with something, I'm like, I must be an idiot because this is hard. It's right. like, no, that but doesn't help. I think it's just, well, it might might not be as concrete as that because I never remember thinking that specific thought, but um, it could be related to that, yeah, for sure. Um, I was, yeah, it's just mainly... Like getting discouraged and like stopping, or yeah. or kind of like not trusting that certain things worked a certain way. Um, there's a lot of things like it, a lot of it is like proof based math, and um, like once I got a little tiny book on that, like the year afterwards, because I was gonna go to do a master's program. Once I got a little book on that, read read that through, and like did a little few exercises, I was like this isn't too hard. <laughs> this actually isn't hard, but like, that's a big part of what I struggled through. It was just like, I don't know I, that part, I guess. Yeah. Cause I assumed that because I didn't have the, um, the, uh, an immediate intuition for it, that it's just something I lacked rather than. Oh yeah. You know what? That's a huge thing because people, so many people go through like schooling and they don't realize that, you know, sometimes you just have a teacher who's not teaching the way that your brain works. Yeah. That's not you. Like most, there's there's a reason why like a textbook isn't the only way we learn. Yeah. And some teachers don't use the textbook at all. Mm, Yeah. Like everybody has a different, I I did a lot of, like YouTube helped me a lot to be, to go from being like really 
like just good, like okay at math yeah. to like I eventually started to doing math tutoring. Yeah. Because yeah. I learned new and more effective ways to teach myself and then I could yeah. pass yeah. it on to other people. Yeah, and and I think that's part of the reason I don't read too much anymore actually. Is like YouTube instructionals are just better for I guess the way I learn, but a lot of it is like the where people put emphasis on things. I think yeah. because like when I'm reading, I'm like, okay, just a bunch of words and like, I understand it, I guess. But when you, when somebody says it, it's like, okay, I, I know that you're putting a lot of importance on this particular part and I should pay attention to that and that this is a key concept or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. I cool. That, that I love would, that. That'd be neat. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Um, you, Beans? I guess mine's in a similar vein. I was like trying to think of like a good one. And this is going to sound a little intensely specific. Not intensely, but I would go back and I would tell myself to practice cello every day because I used to play cello. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was really I was really good at it at first. And then I didn't like practicing it. It's not that I didn't like practicing it. I did like practicing it. I didn't like starting to practice it so like i was bad at getting into the habit of practicing it just because like the five minutes of taking it out of the case like that whole thing yeah like putting the resin on the book resin whatever you call yeah. it bow. uh and then i got i i didn't get worse necessarily but i got um i didn't improve at the same level as everyone else because yeah. i wasn't practicing and i think like if i had started at that age to be better at getting into good habits like say practicing cello every day I would be better now because like that's one of my big issues is I'm just bad at starting the things that I say I'm going to try and do every day I mean um, like you know yeah. you're supposed to be right like if you want to be a writer you got to write every day if you want to do whatever you got to put in your 10,000 hours or whatever Malcolm mm-hmm. Gladwell said um, and so I'm, I don't know I would just go back and be like hey start from the beginning practice uh, cello 15 minutes every day that's all you got to do I mean so listening to that it's like there's there's a life hack thing in there too, which is just like like make the activation energy or whatever make that make reduce that initial barrier because like yeah. you see I don't have any of my guitars in cases right like mm. they're just out and they're close to my workstation which is right there the amp is right there and it's just like a few steps to turn it on and get something and just start going I like that I've never heard yeah. activation energy yeah it I sounds mean, like something from a video game but also <laughs> yeah. get it yeah I don't I mean, know. turn the lighters I was gonna yeah. go. I was going to say sort of the opposite of that, but, oh. it's, but it's to the same effect, which is I I played flute for a very long time, yeah. and it took me, you said you started off like really good and had a mm-hmm. lot of good habits. Uh, it took me literally, I played for um, eight years, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until my seventh or eighth year of playing that I realized that... Um, that I started to get really good at practicing. Mm, And that's when I went from, you know, uh, you know, an intermediate to really good in, in literally the amount of time it took me 
seven years to get from basic to intermediate, yeah, yeah. and then literally six months to get to a completely different level of playing because I approach practicing in a totally different yeah. way. Um, but the that initial thing yeah. of I would I turned it into like a ritual. Okay. okay. So I get that. Yeah. taking out my flute and cleaning it, and then it's really shiny, and I love it. And that's yeah. not even that's not even a necessary part to yeah. the right. first step, but taking a minute to be with it, warm it up because you want it to kind of be room temperature um, or a little bit warm, um, and then going on autopilot. I hate warming up, mm -hmm. but because I had been warming up in band for so many years, yeah. that that was just autopilot. I know how to warm up, and I know what to do to warm up, yeah. and letting that be like just a almost a meditation because I totally check out during it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like paying attention to what I need to pay attention to, which is like, am I in tune? And am I, you know, working on my breathing? But you don't need to like be 100% paying attention to that. Well, it's almost but, like yeah. focusing on your breathing is meditation yeah. in yeah, a lot of ways. For sure, yeah. So making that a, a pleasant, mindful, um, ritual rather than having it be like, I don't even want to practice because I know that I really do have to warm up or else the rest of the time is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird. It's like, how do I not dread this part of this? Yeah. yeah, for me, it's removing all obstacles. And for you, it's making it like a fun thing or yeah. something worthwhile in itself. Something meditative. Yeah. 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 But I so think the yeah. whole act of it yeah. is something that. Yeah. The common theme yeah. is, though, it's like, Remove the dread. Remove the dread, yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So let's go find 10-year-old me, and let's go tell him all of this. <laughs> all of that. Yeah, I, I wonder, think I've gotten better. <laughs> I'm wondering if you, do you, I mean, do you currently wish you were better at playing the cello? or do you Oh, no, I, I'm general? using that as a specific example because okay. I think that's where, like, I think that could could have been, like, a place, I'm, I'm looking at that as, like, a base of, like, oh, yeah. if I had done that there, then maybe I would be a, maybe I would be better about, uh, you know, uh, doing other things, doing other things and like, is there something in particular? Habits. Right now. Like, I mean, I, I think I, I think I should write more often and like go to open mics more often. I think those are the main two things probably, um, uh, running every day though. I was actually good about that in high school instead of the cello thing. Um, yeah. there's, um, I, I was watching a video about gaming in general. I think it was like specifically about fighting games and, um, it was about like why is it so hard and how do people get better and uh, this 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 little line like made me laugh it was like you know we should refer to the OGs of get good musicians and I was like oh, that's funny and I was like I, but I didn't get it because yeah. like I mean you know I, gr I you know what I did would practice a lot I, I gr there was a lot of grinding for sure but he was like oh no but like musicians the way they a lot of ways they make practice more fun or or getting good more fun is like the idea of an etude, or like specifically, an etude? Um, yeah, etude. It's uh, it's you know, some foreign language for study. I don't know. Okay. Oh, yeah. Study, I think that's which is like it's a piece of music written to, to um, emphasize a certain technique, whatever it happens to be on your instrument. Yeah, yeah. That is what... actually still a piece of music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's fun to play because it sounds yeah. good. Yeah, we yeah. would. I did a bunch of like solo, like I was in band and stuff, but I did a lot of like solo competitions, yeah. and, and um, and I ha I worked with a a studio so mm -hmm. we would have like recitals and stuff and the best part about practicing for that was my flute teacher who was just like unbelievable mm -hmm. um would whenever it was like time to pick an etude 
she would play a bunch of different ones and whatever one was like the most fun to listen to yeah. Yeah. that's what we would pick yeah. and she would always be like what do you like all of these are going to help you improve on this this and this yeah, which yeah, are exactly. all areas that you need to improve on so like which one's the most fun and so then you always go back to like i want to practice this because yeah, i yeah. want to be able to play it yeah and it's it'll be fun to play when i achieve it i will say there was something i did when i was playing cello which is this isn't exactly the same because i don't think it highlighted any specific skills or whatever but i did buy like a disney book of songs or something and that did make me want to practice a bunch more because yeah. I was like, I want to play all this shit from Aladdin, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, why that's, play something boring? Yeah, yeah, that's super important for at least for starting out, right? Yeah. And it's like once you once you're hooked and you're like, I practicing makes me better. Once you like get that idea in your head and it's ingrained psychologically, then you can start doing more grindy stuff if you want to. But like at yeah. first, it's like you go for what keeps you playing, you know? Because you gotta hit that twenty hours first, which lets you like actually yeah. be competent enough to continue. I will say that writing is a hard thing to get into a good habit with because, I don't know, like some people say like don't write at night because it'll mess with your sleep schedule, but sometimes that's when your brain's the most yeah. active. I think that that's one of those things where there are so many like little pieces of advice that work for specific people and then yeah. don't work for other people. I don't know. Have you guys ever read the book? Sorry, I interrupted you. No, 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 I, I was talking to you. No, yeah. no it's you, not good. You I, actually I, I, didn't at no. all. Uh, have you guys read the book The War of Art? I have it. Oh, shit. Yeah, somewhere cool. here. It's on right. my shelf. No. Oh, well, it's, uh, it's by uh, this, like, screenwriter. And his whole thing, my brother, like, threw oh, it. Oh, screenwriter writing book. Oh. <laughs> um, Oh man, <laughs> you know, he, so I was, I was reading it a couple months ago because like my brother threw it at me. My brother, one of the reasons like I wasn't big on the cello practicing thing is because my brother who was older than me, like practiced guitar for like eight hours a day and yeah, this is it. This yeah. is, this is the yeah. exact pretty much copy I have. Um, he was way better at like practicing things. Um, and I was just like, oh, well he's already good and I'll never be that level. Um, but anyways, that book is very much like um, the whole thing is like, all right, well, if you want to be a professional, then treat it like a fucking job and just like do the same thing every day, clock in to work essentially in your head. Um, you have to kind of like buy into it a little bit because he's very much, the way he talks about your art or whatever is he's, is, uh, he talks about it in this very reverential sense, I guess, where he's very like, you know, he's yeah. like, he's yeah, like, he's like, treating it. He's yeah, treating whatever it, your yeah. art is is like this magnificent yeah. king or god or something that you're worshiping. Yeah. Um, Can I read this one page? Go ahead. It's sure. just Please before do. before. Um, I just open it up to this. I, I'm knowing what it, this book. It's gonna illustrate this. Version. It looks like it's. I don't. Is this? It's not really chapters, is it? It's yeah, like, it's like. Book. It's okay. an easily digestible book because it's like three-page chapters. So this is just, it says, the title is What I Know, and this <laughs> is literally, what, three sentences. There's a secret that real writers know that wannabe writers don't. And the secret is this. <laughs> it's not the writing part that's hard. It's th What's hard is sitting down to write. What keeps us from sitting down is resistance. 
Hmm. Oh, That's interesting. and it goes through this whole thing where resistance is the enemy. Resistance is your friends telling you that there's a party, and you don't you don't have time to go to that party because you're doing your art. I don't know. It, it, basically, the whole idea is you're at this war with resistance. It's not always that, but like there are parts where it's like there are people who will tell you that this is the that the healthy thing is to give in to resistance. Sometimes I don't know. Uh, it gets really. You have to like buy into like what it is. Okay. It's very I much. There's always good things to take yeah. from. Yeah, like I don't think you need to take every. Yeah, I don't think you need to take that book as gospel. I was definitely reading part of it with like a skeptical mind. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's very much like a motivational speaker in a book. Yeah, um, yeah I remember it being that way. Um, like, part of the thing, so I've been, I've been actually able to write, like, more music recently, and uh, there's, like, a couple of things that really helped. Uh, one is, like, playing uh, in, at jams, and for some reason, like, or, or just kind of, like, experiencing live music more often. Mm-hmm. For I, This is music specific, but for some reason that like gets you to listen more deeply and it like ingrains like things the things you hear in your head are louder yeah um there's like a random quote i don't remember what jazz musician it was but there was um he, he the quote was like yeah people often ask me like uh like they assume that what goes on in my head is like da 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 and no and it's not quite true what what really i hear in my head is da 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 yeah and it's just like i just hear everything louder so it's um Interesting. For some reason, like yeah, being with live music helps that a lot. Um, it just made makes you better, and I do hear a lot more things in my head. So I've and, been yeah, I haven't been like seeing much live music, yeah. but I've been really into like going on YouTube and just seeing like a bunch of my favorite musicians playing live recently. Yeah. I've just been like really into it because like like I don't know, you listen to the same studio version of a song a billion times, and then like watching them play it live. Oh it's yeah, like. They're in the moment. Like, sometimes they're doing it and it just, like, feels like fucking routine and it's, like, not a good video. But sometimes, if they're, like, you can, like, see their hearts in it. I don't know. I mean, it depends on the musicians, too. Because, it does. like, people with more of a jazz or improvisational background, they they live for that shit, man. If you watch, like, live Zeppelin, <laughs> that, that they, they just, like, go off for, yeah. for like, so long. And that that's, like, it's so epic. Yeah. The, yeah. I have a random... A recommendation for the listeners, which is to go on YouTube and look up uh, Kimbra's rendition of Plain Gold Ring that she does live. That is worth it. That is worth What is that? Worth, worth it. It's called. I know Kimbra. Kimbra, yeah. She recently, I think, got much more popular, but I, oh. I've been listening to her for a very long time because of that song. I don't know. I, I somehow got there. But it's a great. It's a. It's, it's, um, like live in studio you know what okay, I mean? okay like it's yeah. not a i don't mind a live in studio but she does her own oh, yeah. she's you know how like uh she she does her like looping voice looping in a really yeah. beautiful way it's yeah. very interesting i i listened to that song exploder song that you or a song exploder episode she did yeah the what it's this so it's this you don't know song exploder Oh, is man. It the oh, one it's this podcast they, they where they the... like break break down somebody's songwriting process. Essentially, oh, that's where they, cool. yeah, they, I need to listen to yeah, this. Yeah, they, they, they break down, they like get the song and they get like all the stems essentially of the song. And they just yeah. like, and they have the artist just explain like, yeah, and then I wanted, like they explain each stem essentially. They explain each uh, instrumental thing. Like I learned in that. Yeah. During, She's really like... 
I feel like controlling too. Uh, like yeah. wants a lot of control over her. Oh music, yeah. So she did one on uh, Top of the World, which it's fucking badass that. song. Yeah, uh, it's listen, like a sorry, it's like a podcast. It. I don't know, but like in it, uh, in like the Lord episode, I learned that I think it was Greenlight she did. But there's you can't really hear it, but at one moment there's like a lion roar in the middle of a song in the middle of the song and it's like hidden in there that's one of my favorite things about tyler the creator is that he has all these random little vocal things he like throws into it to create these like soundscapes that you're not like totally aware of yeah wait what is this podcast called it's called song exploder um that reminds me of like i think like the Game of Thrones dragon sound, yeah, or one of the dragon sounds is apparently turtle sex, like but processed a whole lot. <laughs> nice dude, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's yeah. freaking awesome. Um, oh, so the other the other kind of tip I had for like writing is, and this is an idea I got from my uh, my future boss, I mean, uh, the person who's gonna I'm gonna be working with in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, which is like, he's like, I name all my software projects so that they take on an identity of the, uh, on their own and they, um, and people like refer to it that way. And it's a thing. And I was like, this is interesting. Cause like software projects are like, they're very utilitarian in general because it's like, I'm making this to accomplish this goal. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's like, Oh, I'm, I need to name this helix. I need to name this, whatever, a neutron, what, 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 whatever it happens to be. Um, and like, once I started to. When I when I hear when I write a riff, and like before I save it, now I force myself to listen to it and be like, "What does this sound like?" and put a name to it. And I think that helps a lot because then you have then you have directions to go because yeah. then you have associations with that. Whereas before, like it would always be like, "Oh, this is like B minor four four, hundred thirty BPM." <laughs> it's like if I'm listening to an album, like. Uh... I like to look at the song names just so that I have an association with it. Yeah. Because if I'm not looking at the song names and I'm listening to an album for the first time, I'll forget the songs a lot of times. Right. I don't have like a name to associate to it. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't write music, but I write a lot. And I think the idea of... There's something that I don't like about the sort of um, the <laughs> war of art thing. Yeah. Uh, that is... If writing to you is grueling and this, like, gotta fight through the... Like, then I don't think you like writing very much. (laughs) To be honest, I don't care if you want to be a writer or not. If you don't like writing, maybe you need to do something else. Like, people forget that it's like, if you're not having fun doing something... Which is why I'm never going to judge anybody that, like, quits comedy or anything like that. Like, they gave up on their truths. If you're not enjoying it anymore, why are you doing it? What, because you used to enjoy it? Great. I'm glad you had that part of your life, but don't keep doing something you don't like to do. I will... Like, I pair writing with so many things that I enjoy. Like, yeah. I will, I do some of my best writing just going to the lake and, you know, getting out a notebook or even sometimes just yeah. I'll open up a oh, note yeah. on my phone yeah. and I'll write a full, like, I'll format and write a full sketch on, I'll usually do it on, like, my, like, I guess Google Docs because mm-hmm. then I can pick the, the right yeah. font. And, but, like, I'll do full, like, 
the other day I went and I wore, <laughs> I wore my bathing suit and I like laid out and I was tanning and I wrote yeah. like an eight page sketch and it yeah. was like a breeze. It was totally fun yeah. and enjoyable. Yeah. And I was like sitting there like smiling to myself and, or like I'll have like a cup of tea and write in my journal. Like these are all things that I enjoy doing. It's, I can't not write because yeah. I have to. Yeah. Because it's gonna, I, because I just have to. There's yeah. no option. Yeah. So I write a lot on the train. Whatever it is, I have to get it out of me. Hell yeah. If you don't have that and you're like, no matter what, you have to, you know, kill your <laughs> friends and and stop associating with your family. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not saying that's what he's saying. Oh yeah. And, and saying, I wasn't saying I, no, I, I wasn't I saying that, that I don't I don't get any enjoyment out of like doing no, these no, things no, I either. I I don't know. Like it's it's the same thing with cello where once I'm doing it, I'm like, fuck yeah. This is the best thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, it's just like the process of getting there. I don't know. Yeah, I the, I wasn't even saying that that you don't like writing or that you don't what, what, whatever it is. Uh -huh. I'm saying that this. <laughs> I was saying that this sounds like the theories that I've heard before. Yeah, it's like yeah. you just have to sit down and write, and it's like no, you actually don't even have to sit down. You can lay down. Yeah. Uh, by the water, you can go out in the sun. You can walking, sit on your notes. Yeah, yeah, you can talk your like whatever into your phone or yeah. into whatever. You don't have to sit at a coffee shop with a coffee in your notebook and, or with, with your laptop. Like you don't have to like all these things. You don't have to do it like that. Yeah, yeah. You can some, like some days I'm typing, some days I'm using a pen and paper. Like it, it doesn't matter. I have a lot of voice memos and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I just, I've heard no, I haven't read this book, so I yeah. don't know. But I've heard a lot of like. It's been a while since I've read it, so yeah, I probably just painted like yeah. painted a wide brush of just like two things I remember. But but it is like I mean it it's a very old school approach. Yeah. For, it's like when that was when you don't have all these tools that you can use to yeah. Yeah. to make it more enjoyable. It's like you have a typewriter which you need to plug in. It's a paper. You need resources around you. Yeah. Do you plug in a typewriter? I assume so. Maybe not. That's mechanical, right? You just, yeah, it's, it's I a feel like levers. I mean, I, I'm sure there are more modern ones that you have to plug in, but I feel like a lot. Like, yeah. have you ever seen somebody in the park with a like? That's all over the internet. Really? I've like, never like seen that in real life, but I've seen that all yeah. the time on the internet. Is it's always People some like hipster typewriters. dude um, at the park with a typewriter. But like, that was that's the most not hipster okay. fucking thing you possibly yeah, seriously, yeah. <laughs> but like, have you ever seen the the one? It's it like went around the internet for a while. Uh, it was like the dude with the typewriter, and he was like, "Give me ten bucks, and I'll just write a story." And he's like at a park. No, oh. never seen that. <laughs> no. that's so that cute. Cool. I don't know. That was his process for writing. Yeah. It, was, it was also he was like the biggest hipster dude in the world. I mean, but like say, it worked. I'll say one thing about like. The idea of a typewriter for me, what it reads as is like using less, and uh, there's something to that. Because for some reason, so like I started, I started um, uh, making loops on my on my uh, tablet on the train, like a couple like a month or two back, and it's super fun. And I just like create and like constantly create. Oh, that's cool. And but it's like I have this shitty tool, relatively shitty tool, yeah. even though it's also an amazing tool. It's a relatively shitty tool compared to my full workstation. And having guitar, which is my first instrument, I'd have like an on-screen keyboard. Um, but somehow that like at works. So it's for some reason like having less with your tools. Like it also cuts down on distractions in a way yeah. because that tablet has no internet. It's got Wi-Fi, but doesn't have like LTE. So there is something to that idea. 
So hmm. yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm on, I'm still thinking about how like like I was. It's it's interesting to me the theories of practice and things like yeah. that, especially because I was like cl- like classically trained musically, yeah. mm. and I do really actually believe in that form of you have to practice at least twenty minutes a day your instrument. You have to warm up with like scales. You have to be incredible at scales. If you're not incredible at scales, you pretty much just like can't like. You're gonna suck. So yeah. you need to. That needs to be your main emphasis until you get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is why whenever, like, I don't know, it, it's one of those. It's one of those things where my theory on getting better at writing is so not that <laughs> at all. I'm like, go, don't write for a month. Like, yeah. do whatever, you know, <laughs> like do whatever. Um, and, you know, still do things like reading and and learning things. Those are all very important to or, or be uh, present in a in a conversation that's important to you because um because lear- like that'll teach you real dialogue yeah, and yeah. how to write real dialogue all that stuff i feel like you can just collect and do every day naturally right but music i think i feel like instruments yeah. in yeah. particular you have to have some sort of strict regimen the same with like exercise yeah, it's yeah. a physical practice rather than like a mental one right yeah like for, so for writing train the right. muscle memory yeah etc etc because like for writing music a lot of, like i said a lot of his listening and like learning by ear which is like less reliant on the physical process so that like is different and it's like you can do that you can get better at writing without writing it's absurd because you still want to write but like but you can improve a lot without having to actually write like for example, like although it's, it's just like yeah, going out to see live music and listening and like yeah, listening to details, listening to details, yeah, and being able to do that um, helps a lot. Like when you like listen to girls that are slurping noodles, like that is an important part of the process. This is my process. <laughs> you would never be able to make the fake meat product that you do without hearing that slur. And it's just like they pop up and I go, I don't want to watch this. But I'm clicking and it's not even like a guilty pleasure thing. I literally don't enjoy it. Mm. (laughs) I actually don't. I know what sounds like ASMR I like and that's not it. Um, There's a couple that I just had to immediately turn off. Yeah. Because I was like, no, like it's actually very like just fully, fully repulsive to me. So much of that just sounds like nails on chalkboard, right? Uh, so like me, I, when I immediately hear that voice. So let me point out that we're just we just went over an hour. Oh, so uh, it seems like a good point to wrap up. We didn't get to like half the topic. Yeah. Wait, to. we should still do the fun question though. The uh, what's the crazy? Oh. Um, oh sure. Yeah. I'm gonna call this the Steve Israel memorial question because I stole it from my friend Steve Israel. Sure, sure. There's Is he no alive? memorial reason he's still alive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh my god. Uh, sure. But but um, I'm naming it after him just to give credit where credit's due. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Steve Israel. Uh, anyways, um, what's the craziest thing you're willing to admit you believe in? And you guys already talked about what years were, right? A little bit. Did I talk about multiple dimensions or parallel universes? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I'm sure there are other things I could get to. I think... um, I believe in a lot of things. Yeah, I wasn't, like, completely... Like, my thing wasn't complete belief, Uh but I was like, I'm willing to acknowledge the possibility of this, which was, like, um, it's like a Rupert Sheldrake thing. Um, It's basically, like, 
quote unquote telepathic communication between like living organisms basically uh, with the idea being that like some things are too um, they can't be explained by like just kind of data for example so there might be some other mechanism that coincidences and stuff yeah. such. It, it, like the example is like dog owners or dogs going to the window when their owners are coming back uh, but like or when their owners are deciding to come back as one of them or like the idea of like um, uh, you ha you feel it when somebody's looking at your back for example so Ooh. Would, and I forget if uh, I yeah. said this last time but say would uh, the whole thing like you sneeze when somebody's talking about you or something or oh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah it's along yeah. the same lines okay. yeah. and I'm like I don't completely believe it but I'm like I mean there is some I, I don't completely dismiss it like a normal scientist would, you know. Yeah. Which is like, oh, this is telepathy bullshit, whatever. It's like, okay, we haven't, there's certainly, we haven't measured anything uh, that would be able to explain how this happens. But at the same time, like, this happens too often to be, or people talk about it too often for it to be just like random coincidence. And the answer doesn't have to be like that. It could just be. I believe in ghosts or something. I don't know. I don't know too much about like, um, I guess, like uh, all the parallel universe, like like science, phys physics, like theory oh. Oh, shit yeah. like that. Oh, although I don't know. He's the only one who knows the science behind this shit. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say that they, there, it yeah. is the. Bernstein Bears, not the Bernstein Bears. Mm. Um, and I know that for a fact... The Mandela Effect or whatever? Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. I know that I... Okay, so and that's a parallel universe thing. Mm -hmm. That's like the... Uh, or or at a certain point, like the... What, what is it? Like the, the path that we were on, like, changed or something? Yeah. Did, are you looking it up? I think, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah, the Bernstein Bears. So you, wait, do you not know like, the Bernstein Bears? I know the Bernstein Bears, yeah. But I, I don't, but you don't know do the you theory. Remem do you I don't know the theory, theory behind it? Do you okay. not know the theory? So it's like, people have, I'm one of them, very distinct memories yeah. of the spelling of their name. Oh, yeah. And now they're like the Bernstein Bears, okay. and that is not what I grew up with. I remember specifically thinking as a kid, it's Bernstein, and that sounds hella Jewish, and yeah, I'm they're Jewish. they're Jewish bears. They're Jewish bears. I'm Jewish. <laughs> yeah. They're Jewish bears. I remember this. And now we live in a universe where they're Bernstein. And they're not Jewish anymore. And they're not, not only are they not Jewish, whoever's like <laughs> in charge of them now is like some weirdly, like, weirdly Christian person. What? Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I heard. So most recently, that is something I truly, truly am like something happened to our universe yeah. because this was Bernstein bears. They were Jewish bears, um, <laughs> like they were our bears. <laughs> yeah, just like the Rugrats, the Jews got to claim them. <laughs> um, exactly. And okay. Also, I'm like kind of, and in a different vein, I'm like somewhat superstitious mm -hmm. I don't actually believe in like jinxing things yeah. but I think my anxiety has me like I better take it's like oh, one of those yeah, things where yeah, I'm yeah. gonna take precautions so I'll knock on wood mm -hmm. um, oh yeah oh, I already yeah. had one moment here where you were like have you ever been mugged and then I was like no and then I was looking around for wood I literally that's how that's how much I like subscribe to that is no. that 
I remember that moment being like, I should knock on some wood. Um, do you and do I the thing where if there's no this. wood nearby, you knock on your head? I used to... <laughs> I used to like. I used to have a little chunk of wood that I would keep with me. Oh <laughs> man, you're so like that kid from Ed, Ed, oh, and Eddie. Except that wasn't quite the playing cat. Yeah, walked around playing. <laughs> so I'm like superstitious in that way, um, and I have like a couple different things like that. But I don't really believe in that kind of thing. It's just. It's just more of an anxiety yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, that. it's I like, like that. if I have this thing that instantly relieves my anxiety, why not? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm totally that. Uh, and I do believe, I don't believe in ghosts, I don't believe in like demons or anything like that, but I do think that, uh, that places can be like haunted by maybe like a negative energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. I just know that I've had experiences where... Like, I've been in creepy places where I'm, like, totally freaked out. Um, if you're in, like, an old house or whatever. But I stayed at this hotel once. I guess it was... And it used to be something else. And then it was something else before that. It was okay. a really old building. And I remember being, like... I, so I had someone, like... Um, I guess we were, like, traveling for a few days with my ex. And I could not... I like, I couldn't deal with the space. I've never had that in my entire life where I was just like, we can't stay here. I can't sleep. I am totally freaked out being here. Uh, My like blood pressure is raised. Like there's something wrong with this space. And I, and I was totally freaked out. I have really bad anxiety, but I didn't think I was going to get killed. I didn't think I was like unsafe. It just, it was like, there was a weight on me. Yeah. And I just, I'm not even like a spiritual person. I just was like, this is like totally like, I'm, I want to, I just can't be here. I'm totally freaked out mm-hmm. being here. And I, during the daytime, I was like, it's not much better. But at night I just couldn't handle it. So I guess I just, I guess really it's, it's just like, um, energy and like influencing my own anxiety that makes me I don't know if that's like a crazy thing I admit I mean I believe in I just feel like I'm influenced by things yeah okay that makes sense yeah yeah. Yeah. but I again I don't I don't believe in ghosts I don't believe like in an afterlife I don't I mean I'm Jewish so I believe in our version of the afterlife which is like which is just very barely explained just just like living on and you know like my grandparents live on within me through their memories yeah. and things like that. I feel very positively towards, you know, like, yeah, like, this is my life, and this yeah. is the one I'll live. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that, like, I don't know. I guess I just am weird superstitious. And okay, yeah. Like, it's- but I really I'm not, like, if you tell me a ghost story, I'm like, you're crazy. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, no, I totally get that. And, like, with the, with kind of, like, the negative energy, it could just be something, like, little details of the place remind you of something bad. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, like, believe in, like, that type of influence. And yeah, I yeah. also think it could be easily explained. Yeah. I don't believe that whenever the, uh, those, like, ghost hunters or whatever do yeah. anything, oh. I'm like, fucking bullshit. That's totally bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. 
But I do remember that place had really high ceilings, really creaky floorboards. It was a very harsh, like everything was very angular. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was very stuffy. Uh huh. Yeah. And it was like I couldn't breathe very easily. I was having like, um, I don't have asthma, yeah. but I was having like, uh, it was very hard to breathe. And that's like totally associated with anxiety is like yeah. your inability to take a deep, full breath. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is why kids that have anxiety are like taught to breathe like through their diaphragm and it like is crazy it reduces it so much because they're literally just not getting enough oxygen to their brain yeah. um so yeah i don't know something like that maybe there just wasn't a lot of oxygen in that space yeah nah. it's just like little factors yeah, that's yeah. so that's my crazy things i believe right. in that's cool awesome yeah so all right it's time to do mm-hmm. floods i guess right to wrap what? up yeah, yeah plots. leaving them yeah. to the end this time. So yeah, this is uh, ready. If you're ready, what you got? Um, I am currently doing a show at IO IO Chicago um, called Garbage Island. It's my improv group, Lotions and Potions, as well as Lazy Eight and the Quitting Contest. And it's a really really fun show. It's on Sundays at eight p.m. Um, we're extended through September. Um, so come check that out. Uh, hopefully we'll continue to get extended. I really hope because it's yeah. a great show. Um, and I just want to say lotions and potions. You guys are the fucking best. Yeah. And I love you guys Thanks. and everyone should go see you guys. Cause I've just always had a good time when you guys have put on a show. Thank you so much. I, agree, yeah. Yeah. I think we're pretty, I think we're pretty fun. I think we have a good vibe. I, I, I'm glad that people will be like, I like your improv group. That's so cool to me because I really like my group. So, <laughs> so yay. Other people do too. We also came up with the idea to do, well, Rick told us, yeah. that, but we yeah. kind of like started talking and the reason this podcast happened was because we were talking after, after a lotions and potion show. Yeah. So really? Yeah. It was basically, um, me and Zach are talking, Rick comes up to us and is like, yo, you guys are always going on about something. You guys should do a two person show. And then we were like, eh, okay, yeah. But then two-person show was, like, too complicated, so we're like, podcast. Yeah, uh, it felt easier to just do it from uh, his couch. Well, yeah, yeah, but if it's all about just the conversation, then it's the perfect medium. Exactly, That is so cool. Okay, so I'm also um, uh, in a group called Slapdash. It's Slapdash Sketch. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're, like, a production company. So we will – we are getting – you know, there's a lot of things we're still like working on. So we haven't, we're not like publishing any of our sketches yet, mm-hmm. but, um, we'll, I think in January have a bunch of sketches. Um, a lot of them that I'm, I have written and will be writing and, and am currently writing and will be directing and doing the filming for things like that. And maybe acting in some mm-hmm. of them. Um, so we're looking for, um, uh, people that need a place to host their uh, podcast, people that are not sure what to do with their writing material, people that are not, uh, people that are looking for acting opportunities, yeah. all these, it's just like media. If you need to have um, someone help you with the logistics of filming your sketch, we do that. Um, we're, we have a bunch of different projects, but I'm oh, sorry, we have a show where we're going to kind of showcase some of our mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah live yeah um although a lot of our stuff will be online it's going to be october 
what is it? Maybe it's going to be in the spooky Halloween month of October. October. Yeah. It is going to be spooky month. Um, October 7th. Um, it's going to be one night only at Second City. Okay. Um, so that's going to come up with uh, Slapdash. And other than that, yeah, just various improv shows cool. and stuff. Excellent. Yeah. Where can cool. you, uh, where can the... People oh, find yeah. you on the internet. My yeah. most important Handles. thing. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Uncle Liz. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Frizzy Lizball. I also have a different Instagram. It's for a persona I'm working on because I'm writing mm-hmm. this thing. So if you want to follow that, it's not, it's, it's me, but it's not me. It's like, um, mm-hmm. um, a, it's like a fake version of me. Yeah. That's um, stoop, S-T-U-P-E underscore kid underscore Liz. <laughs> um, if you're looking at this and you're like, this is quite a, a social media presence, there's a reason why. Um, and wait, what are the other mediums? Uh, Facebook. Whatever ones you, you have. You yeah, I don't know. Don't add me on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a... Uh, but, okay, so know. where would you find Slapdash and Lotions and Potions online? Um... Lotions and Potions, you follow us on Facebook, um, like our stuff. You can add me on Facebook if you want. I just probably won't. If I don't know you, I probably won't accept it. <laughs> yeah. um, but you can follow Lotions and Potions on Facebook. You can follow Slapdash on Facebook. But we also have a um, a website slapdash.fun we're not Ooh. a dot com we're dot fun. fun. That's yes. way more fun than a dot com. Isn't it? It's way more yeah. fun. Uh, way more dot it. fun than a dot com. I'm thinking, what else? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? That's, yeah, that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's all, yeah. that's all yeah. my mediums. Cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. yeah. Are you doing your plugs? Yeah, we will. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, my only plugs are just at First Place Burger, Twitter, Instagram. That's it. Yeah. Mine's uh, at eco.lu, Instagram, but all the content is weightlifting, so not very relevant to this podcast. Um, I may have some SoundCloud stuff in the next months or so with music very metal so far it would just I think it's just ego.lu or ego.lu on uh, SoundCloud of course spelled Y-I-K-E but yeah that's awesome but that's it yeah yeah oh also I have a, a you can follow me on Snapchat at Dizzy Liz two Z's and Dizzy two Z's and Liz I love Snapchat and I'm not giving up <laughs> oh, yeah. I gave up a long time ago I, I never like got into it. I just uh, didn't understand the pattern. I still have it on my phone and I very rarely yeah. look at it. All right, Thank cool. you All guys right. so, so, yeah. so much. It was so fun being here. Thank you so I much for coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We love talking to you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, once again, it's Liz, Eco, and Zach signing off. Bye. 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 Bye.